Chapter 21 The Dark Valley It was late in the afternoon when little Christian came to the end of the Valley of Humiliation. He had seen nothing more of his enemy self, and he was beginning to think that he might now put his sword back into its sheath when he saw two young chipmunks running toward him. Their faces were as full of fear as those of mistrust and timorous had been. And as they came up to him, Christian said to them, Where are you going? Back! Back! cried the chipmunks. If you care for your life, you had better come with us. Why? asked Christian. What is the matter? Matter! they answered. We were going to the celestial city as you are, but we have been as far as we dare. Indeed, if we had ventured a few steps farther, we should never have had the chance to come back and save you. What did you find, said Christian, wondering what dangers he might have to pass through that night. He had no thought of turning back, for his victory over self had made him love and trust his good king more than ever. But he wished to know what the chipmunks had seen, so that he might be prepared to defend himself. Just before us, they said, is the dark valley, but we saw it in time and we have hurried away. What is it like? It is terrible. It is the most dreadful place we have ever seen, full of darkness, and we could hear cries and groans of animals in pain. No doubt they are pilgrims who have been lost there. The way of the king leads straight through it, said Christian. Then I do not see how we are to escape it, said one chipmunk. You can try it if you like, said the other, but if we get to that city at all, it must be by some other road than that. So they left him, and little Christian went on, keeping his sword in his hand. The dark valley lay much lower than the valley of humiliation. It was narrow, and the black roads the black rocks seemed almost to meet over Christian's long ears as he entered it. The evening was coming on, and the path was soon surrounded with a thick mist, so that he could scarcely see his hand when he stretched it out before him. Flashes of light kept breaking through the mist, but he did not know whether they were flames of fire or lightning, and the air was filled with terrible sounds which made his heart beat fast with fear. By the light of the flames, he saw that the path upon which he was walking was a very dangerous one. On his right, there was a deep hollow, and on his left, a marsh, and it was all he could do to prevent himself from slipping into either one or the other. I think that this walk through the dark valley was the worst part of little Christian's pilgrimage. Although he tried to think of the king and his goodness, he could not help being frightened. And in one part of the valley, where some of the wicked prince's servants were waiting to trouble the pilgrims, a creature came up behind him and whispered bad words in his ear. Little Christian could not see it, and he was so confused that he fancied that he had said the wicked words himself, and he feared that the king would be angry with him. About the middle of the night, as he was walking slowly along in the darkness, he heard footsteps in the distance. Some animals were coming toward him, shouting and uttering dreadful cries. He knew that it must be a band of the wicked prince's servants, and he thought, They will hurt me and perhaps kill me altogether. 
He wondered whether he should turn back, for he was becoming so frightened that he was trembling from the tip of his ears to the tip of his tail. But he had already come a long distance through the valley, and he said to himself, Perhaps I am not far from the end of it, and going back might be worse than going forward. Presently he found that the wicked soldiers had taken a different path, and he did not meet them at all. And now little Christian was comforted in his loneliness by hearing the voice of a pilgrim who was repeating aloud some of the beautiful words that were written in the king's book. It was too dark for him to see who the pilgrim was, but he hoped that it might be faithful and that he would soon be able to overtake him. At last he called out to him, but although faithful heard Christian speak, he did not know who might be wishing to stop him so he made no answer. Still, little Christian knew he was there, and he felt less frightened than when he had thought he was alone.